Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hey, hey, everybody. It is Forbes Riley, and welcome to Forbes Factor. You know, we focus on health, wealth, and happiness here. And I'm going to tell you that one of the most exciting things is when you get to bring in people that you care about, people that you're passionate about. And that is what I'm doing today. I am live in my studio. Now, for those of you on the home audience or replay, you can't see this. But if you go to Facebook, dot com slash Forbes Riley fan page. You're going to see my entire studio. Oh my gosh. People don't realize who this is. You're going to get to meet Josh over there. Joshua, say hi. Hello. There you go. And my two amazing guests today. I'm going to start with Miss Angie and we're going to give her a, full, a good, good full half hour. And then we're going to bring Dan in here. Okay. And we are going to crush your, just, just your limiting beliefs about what you can create in life, who you can become and what you get to do to be the most amazing entrepreneur ever. Now, the cool thing about both of these people, they've both attended during COVID or post-COVID, my Forbes Factor in my studio. I know them. I've hugged them. I know them personally. I'm huge fans. So I'm going to add spotlight to Miss Angie and look at Angie number one. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. So excited so, to be here. Anytime. You have. You are one of the women that I've watched uh, transform, become extraordinary. And I'm very, very proud of all that you're doing. So what I'm, and by the way, I'm loving the background. What, where, uh, where are we? Yeah. Thank you. This is my custom studio. Remember the first time you saw me, I was like in my kitchen and I was like at the bottom of the screen and it was all dark. Like you are a big, uh, inspiration for me growing into this because the way I started when you first met me is not where I am today. And that's all because of you, you, you mentored me and groomed me to be everything I could be for sure. Can we just drop the mic on that? And huh? I'm going to say, you guys, the way everybody starts with me is a thing called Pitch Secrets with an ass. Pitch Secrets Masterclass. Angie, I'm loving looking at you right now. I'm going to make you full screen because it. you would just like, you guys have to bring on all my, oh, wait, come on, here we go. She is going to be, I'm going to remove me as a co-host here. And oh my goodness, look at you. Okay. <laughs> now, here's what we all need to know. For those of us watching, she's gorgeous. And you really Aww. should come to Forbes Rally face. Yeah, my Facebook Forbes Rally fan page and see, she says, I'm in my workout clothes. I'm like, nobody's rocking a workout outfit like you. Okay. Awesome. And it says no bull on the front of her shirt, which is so extraordinary. Angie, just smile from taking a picture so I can share this with everybody. Yeah, look at you. All right. I've stepped out for a second. I want you to tell our audience at home what you are up to. Who are you and how did you get to where you are? My name is Angie Manson. I'm the CEO of Elevate Addiction Services, which is a non-traditional uh, residential program. Although we have pivoted, we do um, also provide virtual outpatient as well. But predominantly, we are an inpatient residential program in Northern California. I have two locations. And we focus on building the individual up and empowering them to overcome their addiction 
as opposed to being a victim of their past or a disease. We make them who they are, uh, which is recovered addict. But more than that, they're out there kicking butt in life. They're not living life um, nervously or afraid to go in certain situations. They're empowered to come and handle whatever situation comes at them with a whole arsenal of tools. Um, and a big part of that is we utilize fitness to help people get sober. Whereas in the past, if you got sober, odds were uh, you would put on weight, but then it would go to a point of unhealthy weight, um, be put on medications, do different things like that. We believe the holistic route where we take everybody off all medications. We teach them about health and fitness and nutrition and give them practical tools for their success in sobriety going forward. All right. I you know what? This is why she is so my sister from another mother. The concept that not only are you working to kick a demon, and I know what that is all about, and I will share some fun personal stories, but you're also getting fit, healthy, and sexy doing it. Yes. That's what the goal. a great concept. Yes. Now, for everybody listening, the big question right now is, why are you doing this? Why is it important to you? So myself, I have a history myself. I uh, was raised in a generation uh, with a mom who worked two jobs. She was a single mother. She had me at 19 and I was what we called the latchkey kid, which meant I was sort of responsible and independent on my own. Get yourself to school, make yourself dinner. She'll be home hopefully by dark. And unfortunately for myself, that meant I had a lot of free time where I could get myself in trouble. And I definitely did that. So I started drinking and using at the age of 11 and it, wait, 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 wait. And I know this story. Yes. Age of what? 11 years old, which is crazy young. When you think about it, especially when my kids got to 11, I was like, Oh my gosh, you're babies. This is when I started. It's crazy. And you started because why? I first would say I was curious because I had older aunts and uncles who were doing that. They were about 10 years older than me. So like say when I'm six or 16, they were drinking, smoking, and it looked fun and they were cool and I wanted to be like them. So really it came from wanting to experiment and be like the cool kids. Yeah. Now, did mom and dad notice what was going on? Um. That was part of the problem. There was no dad. It was just my mom and she was working two jobs. So there was, uh, she did notice <laughs> the first time I came home, they, my friends dropped me off on the doorstep and I basically stumbled in through the front door, probably had alcohol poisoning, but you know, back then it was the school of tough love. It was like, go to your bed, <laughs> you're grounded for two weeks. I'm not going to talk to you. So it's probably very fortunate. Uh, something more serious didn't happen to me. But I mean, she did to the best of her ability, but I was also a super smart kid. So I was able to stay up on my grades without her noticing how bad it was. But definitely I, you can only keep that game going so long. And she started catching on because my antics became bigger and bigger. Okay. So just so you know, we guys, we are also broadcasting and streaming live on my Facebook. I've got a girl out here who says I was eight, just to be clear. I got a lot of people going, oh my God, your beautiful influence is crazy. Uh, definitely telling you how beautiful you are, which I think is a, a fun thing. Cause I think it's oh. not just you, my girl, it's the energy, the aura. Cause when I first met you, I don't think I saw you as beautiful as I am today. And I will, we'll talk about the evolution of all of us. Yeah. When you meet a mentor, when you're in different situations, you can be influenced by bad. You can be influenced to what? To good and extraordinary. Would you say that you're in fact, the sum of the people that you surround yourself with? Oh, 100%. And and now more than ever, that's like been my, 
growth as a leader, because when you and I first met, it was like right in the middle of the pandemic, you know, I'm trying to figure it all out. How do I keep everybody employed? How do we keep helping people? Don't go to the center because it's not the responsible thing to do because it's too many people. So what, what the heck do I do? My kids both just left. If you remember, my son went away to college, my daughter moved to Idaho, and I was in a state of a lot of upheaval in a new world and trying to navigate that. So even though I had like all this like great, you know, length of sobriety and running a business, I was hit with all kinds of adversity that I had never gone through and was unprepared for. And that's when you met me. I was very small and I was in the corner and I was, it was dark and I wasn't sure of myself. And, and what I learned is how to really embrace myself and how to become empowered as a woman. And then also as uh, back in the seat as my, as the leader of this group and navigate us through these tough times. And I will say that one of my God-given gifts is that I can see people for who they can be, not what they are right now. And I think that's why people come coach with me. Uh, It's why I've gotten hurt when it comes to relationships. It's why I've gone through 52 different assistants. Not a joke. People come to me and I get them to be the graphic artist or the fashion designer. I've inspired more of my assistants because I'm like, I can see what you could be. Yeah. And that's when I saw you. And I will tell you that you're beautiful into yourself, but you were not showing up. Why was that going on at that point? Do you think for you? I think, like I said, I was going through a lot of losses with my kids leaving my whole past 23 years was defined by being a mother. Yes, I was the CEO of this organization, but I was also mom and I love being mom. And so when I found myself with both kids gone, I went through, well, who am I? Who, who am I? Like, I don't even know who I am anymore. I just identify with mom. Like, and so I went through a sort of self discovery of who I am without being defined by mom. I'm still mom. I'm still all in on that. I love that, but it's not who I am. It was just like one of the roles that I've taken, one of the many roles. And so that time that I was investing into my kids, I started pouring into myself, which is something I hadn't done in what, over 20 years. It's like, I've never put this time in me. I was always at the bottom, work, business, everything else was kids way more important. So finally, I I said, let me take that same energy and flow into me. But Angie, you got to restate that in a way that it's not about you. My audience is listening right now. You need to restate this because they need to go, oh my gosh, literally this season right now, I am that empty nester. And I know they're, I'm a little freaked out too. I yeah. definitely define myself as their mom. Yep. A lot of people have. So I just want you to say it a little slower, but I want you as though you're saying to everybody else, guys, this is what happened to me. Got it. Go ahead. And that is what happened to me is I didn't want to get lost or confused or sad because my kids weren't there. And so for me, it was about repositioning that energy that I used to flood into them and say, hey, I mean, I still give them any any attention they want, but they're out there trying to be independent and do their own thing. So rather than obsessing over the fact that they're not there for me to pour into, let's take that same amount of time and energy and flow it back into myself. And that's where I really started going hard on diet, on exercise, on discipline, on mindfulness, on meditations, on uh, walking with my dogs, on just creating that space where I poured into myself 
And that in turn just made me better at everything else, a better leader, a better parent, a better CEO, better at everything, because now I was at the better version of myself compared to where I neglected this area for a really long time. So what advice are you giving to a female mom listener who may have had a career, had a job, took time off to do this? And again, I'm not going man versus women, but if you're the woman, choose, whoever chooses to be home, what, what do they do? Because, you know, do we need to just be an addict to hang out with you or do you also teach the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely don't need to be an addict. I have a podcast that uh, was also an origination of the um, pandemic. So another good thing that came out of that. Um, so definitely I have that going. I rebranded recently to my own podcast. So now my work has a podcast. I have a podcast. So there's definitely things that can be taught and learned from there for your average person. But I would just say, give yourself permission and give yourself grace to invest in yourself. You are that important. You are worth it. You are worthy. And don't feel guilty about that. And so, like I said, for myself, that was addressing the whole individual body, mind, and spirit. So, you know, I started meditating more. I started exercising more. I was more disciplined on my diet. I started doing more for myself. Self-care, that's become huge. I'm God, I'm in so many appointments a week, hair and this and nails and lashes. Like I am, I am full all in on myself, but it, it makes me feel good about myself. It makes me look better than I feel better. And it's this amazing reciprocal relationship that you can gain with yourself. I love, love, love this, this energy. Now you were, oh, there's Dan. Say hi, Dan. Dan's going to come up in just a few minutes. Um, you were all excited to come on today because you've got some things that you really need to share with our audience. Yes. So uh, as I mentioned, I did have my own podcast. It was the Elevate Experience. I had almost an ep 100 episodes in. And that is because the name of my program is Elevate Addiction Services. So we primarily had people on the show that were in recovery, fitness, uh, all the things, my staff, everything that sort of aligned with Elevate. And I, during the pandemic, I, I start. I went on this guy's podcast, and he he's a producer, and he said, "Hey, why don't you pivot and do your own podcast?" And uh, then you can, you know, reach and have more topics that are not in your little box in your little world. And at first I was pretty resistive of this because Elevate Experience was my baby and I had so many episodes in and then I had the idea to turn that over to my guys. So they're the, the guys that work for me. So they've taken that and they're continuing that, which is great. It's like going my legacy and it's continuing on. And now I have Going Rogue with Angie Manson, which is my show, which is on YouTube and all the different forms which we can have anybody and everybody uh, that fits into either business, finance, or entrepreneurship, or health, I forget, some, or if, recovery, if I, obviously. If I, if I got, Any, anybody got, pretty much fits in this box, so I can have I anybody an on. Wait, 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 where's my invite for going rogue with Angie? Oh, you're coming on. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I look, Dan's laughing. All right, so everybody's laughing right now. Guys, just so you know, we are definitely live. I've got Tammy and Daryl Hulse and E-Bunny and Christian. They're all looking and watching you and cheering you on, my beautiful Angie. Going rogue with Angie. Spell rogue for me. R-O-G-U-E. Uh, some people don't know. 
Yeah. Well, and the whole road came from that's kind of me. You know, I've never fit in that box. We've always been outside of it. When someone challenges me and tells me to stay in this area, I figure out a way to do better by going outside the area. And so, you know, obviously I have purple hair at my age. I'm doing things completely non-traditionally. My program is as non-traditional as you could get, but it's also very, uh, you know, unique. And it helps a lot of people that don't fit in that box as well. And I'm going to do something crazy. I've got Dan Capellan, who's a friend of mine, in the wings. Dan, you're now on camera with everybody. Uh, we'll introduce you in a second, but I just want you to love on Angie. What have you experienced from this amazing woman? Uh, Angie is just the kind of person that gives me a lot of inspiration to see somebody come from where she has to where she is today. I find absolutely amazing. And it takes mentors. It takes people like Forbes Riley and many others in order to help them. And, you know, I I give Angie all the credit in the world for being open to accepting that. Because if you stay closed and you push others away, you're not gonna climb to where she's uh, just crushing it and rocking it today. Angie, do you see how you just touched him? You don't know him at all. He's he's talking about leadership and peak performance. And he's a beautiful, beautiful human being who I've just watched also blossom. But how do you feel about he just, just, you just moved him. I love that. And that's the whole point of doing all this, right? It's not just because I love putting myself out there because I love watching myself. It's if I can reach anybody, help anybody, put myself out there in a vulnerable way, but it helps somebody else. That's the whole purpose. So I definitely appreciate that. And by the way, live on our on our chat, where guys, we always do this live streaming beyond just the recorded version you're hearing, whether you're on Voice America or you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or all the places that we are, they're loving you. And then Christian, who I think you know, says, I think your podcast needs a sexy Peruvian guest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I am all down for that, Christian. Let's go. <laughs> if people want to be a guest or contribute to Going Rogue with Angie, how do they find you? Usually it's through Instagram, uh, going rogue podcast is you can DM me there. Um, LinkedIn, same thing. Facebook, same thing. Angie Manson. I'm all over the place. Just all those things I have direct access to. And I'm, I, I monitor my own messages. So just reach out to me there. Would love to put you on. Would love to talk to you. Would love to have you. And I'm telling you guys, you are missing. If you're not seeing the visual, you're definitely missing out. You've never seen a woman with purple hair before who looks (laughs) as sexy as him, but I'm looking around your space here. What is in your world? See if you can visually describe it for people because it's very specifically exciting. Well, uh, like what's up here? Yeah. I'm a huge sports fan. So you see the Niners and the Warriors. They're both champions. I love that. 75 hard was what I did to come out of my funk. Um, Very difficult program. You have to just string together 75 days of health, fitness, critical tasks, mindfulness. Um, So that kind of saved my life that you and 75 hard are what got me through all that and put me to where I'm at today. So uh, Andy Frisella has never been a guest on my show. We need Andy. Man, I'm trying to get Andy too. So absolutely. I mean, he has a a very big following and a very specific voice, but you know, it's all about betterment as well. You know, he's out there to help people too. He just does it in a different way. People get lost in addiction. Uh, for years when I was overweight in a in a world not like this world, where if you were not a size two on television, you were obese, yeah. which was an incredibly unhealthy thing if you're a normal woman size six eight like I was. I was made to hate my body and ended up at Overeaters Anonymous. Uh, I had a food addiction. Well, you know, I don't know about that. 
Uh, but I certainly, if I had to choose between broccoli and brownie after I broke up with a boy, I'm definitely eating the brownies. <laughs> yes. Uh, ben and Jerry's for lot. sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's my question to you. How do you know if you have an addiction? If it becomes the ruling thought in your mind, you can't get the, through a day without it, whatever it is. You wake up and that's the first thing you're thinking about. Then I think you have a problem. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that come to us in different phases of their addiction. They're just a weekend warrior. But let's say they go super hard on those weekends and they destroy all the hard work they do all week. Then you might have a problem. It might just be the weekends, but it could still be a problem. So I'd say at the point where you're not controlling it and it's controlling you, that's an addiction. And that, like you said, that could be food, that could be cigarettes, that could be any of those things. Oh man, this is going to sound like a terrible thing. Uh, I like <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy. And it's like, you know, you're a redneck if, and I'm thinking, yes. you know, you're an addict if. Yes. <laughs> you know, you're an addict if you're, you know, it's nine o'clock on a Monday morning and you're crawling on the floor because your face is in your vomit. Yeah, you might be an addict. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it might be an indicator right there. <laughs> yeah, I could, so give me one. You might be an addict if what, Angie? Oh, my God. You might be an addict. Gosh, Forbes, I'm not that quick. Come on. This is funny, though. Not funny in a bad way, but, you know, you might be an addict if all the bottles on your medicine cabinet all have vodka on them. You might Absolutely. be an Absolutely. Or you wake up and the first thing you're looking for is your pills and you can't like function the day without those pills. Yes, absolutely. Ah, you might be an addict. First thing you roll over instead of getting a kiss, you want a cigarette. You might be addicted to that. No, but it's an interesting, this is an interesting game. And I, I'm excited to play because I don't know that we all know. I'm certainly addicted to my cell phone. Mm -hmm. uh, although I don't know if it's good or bad. And I think that's the rationalization too that addicts go through. If you or someone that you love is addicted to a substance that is hurting them, that includes sex and cigarette and food beyond alcohol and drugs. Do you agree? Yes. Yeah, yes. you can tell that I've been in this world. I help a lot of people because a lot of us don't recognize what we might be doing with that. Yeah. I am addicted to work. And you go, well, but before, you're a very successful entrepreneur. But yeah, but if there's a Friday night and instead of going hanging out with my guy, I've got one more set of emails or a thing I'm doing and say, honey, I'm not doing that. You might be suffering from something that's controlling you. Yes. A hundred percent. And that is it. If you're foregoing things that you could be, should be doing to do that thing, it, it passed the point of being healthy or productive. So what do you do? For me, it's setting boundaries. Like I agree with you with the phone. So like I will, uh, and I had those same thoughts. I will purposely D and D my phone from 10 to eight. And so I'm not getting like all that buzzing and those reminders. And that helps me sort of leave it alone. The other new thing I started doing is I made an agreement with myself that I won't even touch my phone for the first one hour after I wake up, because who knows what time you wake up in the world and start doing work. It, it's irrelevant. But I give myself that good hour of like fresh, I think they call it alpha state where I'm not bombarded with my phone to sort of ease into it. So I think if you're able to, you set yourself healthy boundaries so that you're controlling it and it's not controlling you. As you can tell over here on my, how much I love my spin gym, we've got four minutes to a break just to let you guys know how important and what should we be thinking about in Angie's world about health and fitness? For me, it's the primary thought. So it's it's just about discipline. It's like, yes, you could you could do that. You could give yourself a day off. Yes, you're tired. You're this, you're that. Or you could remember, hey, I, I know I was tired, but I still went in there and I showed up and look how much better I felt when I left. And same goes for, you know, the diet. I 
I'm not consistent 100% of the time. I've been traveling a lot. I've been giving myself some leniency there. I got down to a really good weight and feeling really good about myself. So I give myself a little bit of a little bit of leniency, but I also, for the most part, hold the line and say, this isn't something I have to do. This is something I want to do because it makes me feel good and it makes me look good. And so I reframe it where, you know, it's not like die as in diet. It's more like, this is my lifestyle and this is what I do to be the best version of me. And I embrace it. We've got three more minutes with Angie, Miss Manson, and I want you to share them. I want you to tell the audience everything that you've been thinking about. I have a beautiful audience who needs to hear you. I'm going to un- I'm going to step off here and just let you go. Ooh, no pressure. <laughs> just just start talking, Angie. <laughs> so I would definitely say here's here's the things that I would say. If you're thinking about doing something, you want to do it. I see so many people holding themselves back. I would say just start. Like that seems to be the biggest thing. People overanalyze everything. They want the perfect circumstances. They want the perfect setup. That's never going to happen, whatever, whether it's getting sober, whether it's starting a new venture, whether it's whatever it is, you just got to start and know that taking some action is better than no action. The only regrets I've ever had is when I felt like I should have done something and I didn't, or I felt like I wanted to do something, but I held back and then it was too late. Those are the only regrets I've lived with. Whereas if I take a chance and it fails, at least I took that chance. So that's my number one piece of advice is just start. And then my second one is persevere. Don't give up after one try, one tempt, one this, one that, only so far. Like go all in and give it your all. And Forbes, you helped me with this one. You were the first person that validated how I'd always ran my life. And that was, I don't have a plan B. I never had a plan B. My plan A was always all in on Elevate, make it work, make it work for my staff, make it work for my clients, save lives. There was zero plan B, but people would make me feel like there was something wrong for me for not having a backup plan if and when this failed. But I was like, but if you're having a backup plan, then you're planning to fail. So why would I ever do that? And you were the first person that validated me for having that that viewpoint. And I I love it because I live by that. Burn the boats, baby. Go in all in. The worst that happens is it's sinking. You got to learn to swim. Uh, but exactly. people, fight for their, people fight for their mediocrity all the time. And Angie, something you said, a couple of amazing things. we got one minute to my first break, you guys. If you love this show, share us some love. Find us on Facebook. Uh, find Voice America. Leave a review there. Go to iTunes and say, Forbes, you know what? On Forbes Factor, it's more than health, wealth, and happiness. It's the most amazing guests with passionate messages that you not only need, but you need to share. All right, we're going to be coming back right after this break. I want you to listen to my sponsors. And remember that you're listening to Forbes Riley right here on the Forbes Factor. Every time you hear us, it is what's in it for you. Health, wealth, happiness, inspiration, motivation, and above all, lots of love. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. 
The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Forbes Factor. I have got an insane show going on here today. Number one, I am broadcasting live from my television studio here in St. Pete, Florida. And what's cool about this is it's a 5,000 square foot studio. It is beautiful. If you ever want to come to one of my events, both the people on stage have been to my events. We just spent a half hour with Angie Manson, who is so much more than an addict recovery specialist who's built um, worlds, literally, where she's housing people and teaching systems and trainings. And, but she also decided, a little bit of coaching for me, but she's got this beautiful podcast Going Rogue with Angie. I want you to spend some time. She's one of the most amazing women you'll ever meet. We're all dealing with some kind of addiction in this world. She lays it out. She's been through it. Kick-ass story. So, Angie, welcome back. Yes, thank you. And what, was, what did you just experience by getting to do that on my show? What was your last half hour like? Oh, it was a... It, it makes my heart sing because this is my purpose. If I can help people, if I can talk to people, if I can reach people and I can help them in some way, then that's why I do everything I do. That is my passion and purpose is to help people. So in whatever way I can, and you have such a huge following. So just being on your show makes me reach way more people, which is amazing. Well, I love you for that. And Dan Capellan, Dan, you were just in my studio as well. You went through Forbes Factor. You went through a, a training we did in Vegas. Man, you're on a you're on a journey right now. Will you take a moment and introduce yourself to everybody? Tell us what you're up to. I'm Dan Capellan with Peak Biz Performance. I am founder and CEO. And my mission, with help from people like Forbes and others, is to inspire, to motivate, and to enlighten 10 million people to reach for their peak in business and in life. And listening to Angie, she has reached for her peak in business and in life. And, uh, you know, I was so inspired. And what I'm what I really am doing is working through uh, helping people understand that they're a leader and giving them some specific guidance on how to show up as a leader in every interaction every day. And in addition to that, helping them with marketing. And if they've got new ideas, new products to help them with new product development. 
So that's what I'm about these days, Forbes. And Dan, how did you come to all of this? How did you come to know what you know? Well, first, I, I grew up on a farm, which in my mind is the entrepreneur experience. Um, well, you know, yeah, because you got to deal with a lot of manure, and we got to deal with a lot of... Sorry. <laughs> well... Well, yeah, the manure helps you with the corporate life, right? Uh, which I which I got into. But yeah, working eighty plus hours a week, uh, limited budget, and problems to solve. So I mean, I was prepared for being an entrepreneur from the very early stages. I'm going to invite Dan back to another show of mine and give him his own time to do this. But we're in my sh- children. We're in my television studio right now. And two very famous, amazing people walked in. I said, you know what? You got to seize the moment because we're never going to get this again. The first is a nationally renowned, amazing baseball player, professional. How many professional athletes have you ever met? But I'm in business with him because he's one of the best team building minds I've ever met. And then this other guy that I'd never heard of before scoops me up and takes Joshua and I first class to Dubai last year and changed my entire life and said, there's this thing going on called crypto. Have you heard of it? Oi. So if, why do you want to listen? One, if you're a baseball fan. Two, if you have a network marketing company. Three, if you've ever wanted to make more money. And four, if you think that the bank you're putting your money in is on your side. Ho, ho, ho. Don't go away. So without further ado, come over here, my friends. I'm going to have to grab you guys, grab some chairs right over there. Look at there, walking through my studio for those of you who are seeing it. It's like shepherding cats. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, and by the way, Dan was on our platform the other day. I'm going to be surrounded. How cool is that? We've never done this, guys. This just took my podcast, my radio show, my world. Yeah, scoot in here. To a whole, no, get up on the same level here. There you go. To a whole nother level. Because if you're listening to this on Voice America or Stitcher or all the places, we're on every podcast platform, you are... Uh, you can't see this. You got to go to Facebook.com and go to my Forbes Riley fan page because you got to see like, the handsome men <laughs> I got. All right. So first of all, say hi to Dan in the blue. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's happening, Dan? Say, yeah, they remember from yesterday, right? Yeah. Say Angie in the purple. Hi, Angie. Hey, Angie. Angie's an amazing <laughs> addition. The purple rain. I know. That was good. Yes. All right. We'll so take right it. Here, we got Jay Nolan. Now, you guys got to speak up because my, my microphone is all the way over here. So, Jay, tell everybody who you are. Hey, Jay Nolan, former professional athlete, baseball, six years, four years with the Padres, Rockies, and Mariners for a year each, and uh, came out, became a serial entrepreneur back in November of 1995, I built global distribution somewhere in the neighborhood of around 4 million people globally, done business in 90 countries, spoken in 20 countries, feet on the ground, major seminars, and it's all about really just impacting and helping man, other people get to, to the maximum potential. Did I tell you I bring some extraordinary guests? Like I said, this is a little impromptu. Kind of, We didn't plan on all this. Uh, and then to my other side, the man who brought me to Dubai to the Armani Hotel at the bottom of the Burj Khalifa. Oh, blew my mind, Mr. Michael Dalco. Hey, everybody. I'm Mike Dalco, 15-year former mortgage banker. That should tell you why I'm former, because it was a bank, and I hate banks. <laughs> I uh, worked most recently with this little company. I never call their name, but they call them Wells Fargo. And... Uh, I really enjoyed mortgages, I thought, but man, when I found out the secret to financing and how money really works, I moved over into the uh, entrepreneurial space and networking, and I've been a full-time networker for the last eight years, and uh, most recently now in blockchain space and cryptocurrency. What's wrong with banks? Uh, From the bank's perspective, nothing's wrong with banks. Banks are great. What they do works perfectly for them. And what we're going around the world now is telling people, why don't you do with your money 
what the bank is doing with your money. Well, you say, Mike, what's the bank doing with, you, with my money? When you make a deposit, they put your money to work for them. All we're doing now is showing people how to put your money to work for you. I know. And so, Dan, this is crazy because you were on a Zoom call with me just yesterday, and I invited you as well to find out, Dan, what did you think about what he's up to? Well, he is doing some amazing things, and I'm anxious to learn more. Uh, it uh, really sounds like an opportunity that, you know, not just me, but many others uh, want to take advantage of. Yeah, yeah. Angie, you have no idea what we're talking about. One of the things that I'll just say, guys, so if you want to know more, all you have to do is go to ForbesRiley.com. All the information is there. You can always grab my free gift. Type in the word crypto when you get to ForbesRiley.com. You'll find out more about Michael. You'll see some videos. Jay, you're also a little interested in this, aren't you? What are you interested in in terms of banks and money? I mean, everybody's interested in, in money, but it's, it's about what I'm, what I'm most interested in is freedom no. from the, the side of the people. And so, look at look know, him going. Oh, I just—I mean, he pushed my hot button. Right. Uh, you pushed my hot button. Yeah, I mean, me. you know, I don't have anything to do with the company. I'm just saying when I hear what they're talking about, I love the blockchain. I love the the, the philosophy behind cryptocurrency. I think it's driven by freedom for people. I think no matter what, people are always going to want freedom. And so, I think anytime you have centralized banking, it equals no freedom. So you might think you're free, but you're not free in a centralized banking system. There's only like five countries in the world to have a decentralized banking system. So when blockchain came and crypto, it really caught my attention. So, I, I mean, when I'm hearing more about it, I'm like, man, you know what? That, that It's just a continued wave of the future. So we have a platform where we educate people on entrepreneurship called XP Mentor. And one of the key components, one of our partners, Jared Albritton, He's going to be doing courses on Web 3.0, NFTs, cryptos, all those kind of good things. And so we've got experts that we're able to educate people. I think the number one thing that has to happen in the space is education. And so I'm just glad to be able to uh, see it continue to advance because more people will get more freedom. And so let me talk to you about because that's what education is all about. It's not it's not going to college. It's not it's not a lot of things. Traditional education. I want to invite you to X. P, X is an excellent, P is in perfection or pitch. Hmm. That made that work for me. And then, oh, I know. Another right? part of P. We're in trouble now. I know. That. I got P. She is going to go nuts with that. P is persuasion. Expert pitching. Yeah. And then that word mentor. So I'm certainly where I am. Now, I'll tell you something that's very funny about mentorship. In the old days, my mentors were in my head and on TV screens because I couldn't, I didn't know how you met mentors. So I would read articles and books. And in my mind, those people were my mentors. They were people I was looking for. But I'll tell you what, with Zoom, like many of us are on, like the platform of Voice America, which is genius. I've been on this for almost 20 years now, on and off. Um, you can meet your mentors. You can be in a room with your mentors. Who's one of your mentors? Les Brown. Mm. Oh, we know Les. Why? Les has got the heart, but he's also got the intelligence. So the intelligence I'm looking for is literacy when it comes to business, when it comes to how to speak, when it comes to how to think, and when it comes to how to move people. So he's got that people moving literacy in his head. And so I'm able to go grab and tap into him. He's also a part of our community because we got people like Forbes Riley as part of the community. Now, you've also written some books. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us the titles. Power of a Woman from the Perspective of Real Men, forward by Les Brown. Did he just love him for that? Say that, say that title again. <laughs> the Power of a Woman from the Perspective of Real Men. That was inspired by my grandmother and what she stood for when everybody else was abandoning me earlier in my life. 
that was out of me, Nolan. And then when I got into business as an entrepreneur, my top entrepreneurs were three powerhouse women. So I talk about them in the book. Les Brown, he read the book and he said, man, I've got to write the foreword of this book and talk about his story and how women impact it. So I'm bringing a balance back through that book. Also got another book, 365 Quotes to Make You Better. Got two more books that are about to drop. You know, The Power of Social Audio, Bing, that's coming out. Maybe I can get Forbes Riley to write the forward. And one of these books ooh, is coming out, ooh. you know. Oh. If you're nice, right? I know if you're nice. I got another book coming out. It's called, we, it's, called, it's called Success Angles. You also have a wife and a kid. When do you yeah, just sleep? Yeah, man. Let me tell you about Success Angles. So if it don't work, <laughs> Michael's one, going, how many books you got? Yeah. Uh, no, zero. <laughs> I read a lot of them, but it's zero. Think about no, that, no. though. I mean, if you can't come in one angle, you come in another angle. Why I love Forbes Riley so much is she knows how to get into the right angle. And so many people give up too quick. So if you're on this particular show, one thing you'll get most from Forbes is that don't quit spirit. If you can go ahead and persist, the persistence will beat resistance every time. And that's what she's an expert at. Persistence beats resistance. I'm liking that. The last part of this, before I let you go, is that we there's a, a platform out there that I just love. And I think many of you have heard about it. It's called Clubhouse. It's a lot like my radio show. I mean, I've been on the radio. Before this, I had a radio series where I interviewed classic rock stars. I don't know if you know that. Uh-oh. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> Angles. I, yeah, well, hello. Uh, yeah, it was. it's one of the biggest networks out there called Westwood One. It's where Kerry Ch- uh, Kasem was and Howard Stern started there and a lot of the big guys. I had my own series. Uh, at 250 syndicated stations, and I got handed this series from the number one female host named Mary Turner. It used to be called Off the Record with Mary Turner, became Off the Record with Forbes Riley. And the next thing you know, I'm sitting in a small room with Foreigner, Journey, uh, Sting, Clapton, George Thurgood. Wow. Oh, and, and you know what they like? You know what they liked about me? I didn't know much about their music. Like I, I like beats. I was a dancer. They got a kick out of it. They're sitting in a room and they're like, so I said, no, seriously, this is what makes me a good interviewer. You would never think to ask this if you're a diehard fan, but I said to Walter Becker, who's the, one of the guys, two guys in, in Steely Dan, I said, so explain to me, so how did the name of your band come about? Do you know? No. Well, he, I didn't either. He said, oh, well, of course you know. It's a steel dildo. Really? Oh, my ratings started to go. I'm like, no, I didn't. Why would you ask that? Oh, my goodness. Then he said, this is a true story. We're live on the air. And I'm like, huh. And then he says to me, I said, well, the funny thing is I don't hear very well. So when you when I hear lyrics, you know how you hear the wrong lyrics? Mm-hmm. So I heard like Babylon Sisters. I, when I realized, I was like, oh, I thought it was like Babylon Long Island, but it's not. Oh, he said, oh, that's nothing. My wife thought in the song Bodhisattva that shiny China was a woman's vagina. <laughs> oh, my God. The radio. Do you know the kind of, oh, it blew up. And I realized the power of our voice. So I'm a woman. And you can see that when you see my photos. One of the things about women, see these guys who have very, very little hair? Angie, here's the thing that we need to know. As a woman, Dan, Dan's also got not a lot up top. We got all this fluff. Here's the thing, you guys. If you've got hair and nails and you're a woman or you dress like a woman, I want to discriminate now. It's an hour to do the face. It is. It's the lashes. Yeah. What am I going to wear? Am I going to wear yeah, this? What am I going to do my right? yeah. blow dry this hair? How much did you spend blow drying your hair? How about yeah. packing to go out of town? Don't, don't get me started. Oh, <laughs> goodness. I'm a chronic <laughs> overpacker. Yeah, but, but, but a shoe suitcase? Oh, God. Yes, yes, you, don't, yeah, you know me. Yeah. All right, so here's the deal, though. If it's going <laughs> to... Angie, if it's Here's gonna the deal, do, though. La, la, la. 
Angie, if it's, said, I know. <laughs> I'm in trouble now. Did she say, Angie, here's the dildo. I'm not talking about black dildos at all on this show. <laughs> yes, Forbes. Oh God, I'm gonna get kicked off my network. <laughs> get control back in this program. <laughs> I know, I know. This is insane. Here's the deal: is that if you had 400 hours a year to read. To focus mm-hmm. when you're not blow drying and gluing on eyelashes. Mm-hmm. What would you do with those 400 hours a year that you're not doing? Well, guys, you have those hours. You're wasting them because we don't really have mm-hmm. a choice. So then Clubhouse came along. And if you don't mm-hmm. know about the Clubhouse app, you are missing out. We sat with some yep. very prominent people today. They're like, well, I did Clubhouse when it launched during COVID, but oh, it's not around anymore. Not around anymore. Myself, uh, John Lee over here, Jay Noland, Grant Cardell. We're pushing fifty to sixty thousand dollars a month of business at a John minimum. Gear, ex CEO of T-Mobile. Oh my God, John Gear's there. Yeah. Uh, I go down the list of who's on there. Yeah. I've got Tiffany Haddish on here with her yeah, five million Tiffany followers. There. Hmm. So let me be the first to break this news to all of you listeners. Number one, go download the app. It's free. It is now on Android and iPhone. And if you're missing out, you don't understand. We have a club. We have a room. We'll take good care of you. Yeah. And I'm on every day. How many hours a day are you on? Man, about eight to twelve hours a day. Doing what? Educating, talking? Educating people on how to be powerhouse entrepreneurs. Wow. Yeah. And so it's really important that you know this exists. If you're there, find me on Clubhouse. If you go to ForbesRiley.com, hit on the little club, you can connect to your audience, to your people. You don't have to put on makeup. You can do it in the middle of the night. And my famous, and this still gets replayed, my most famous Clubhouse, I was before I met you, I was naked in the bathtub. <laughs> Doing Clubhouse. That's the cool part about it. Yeah, I know. And nobody knew. It's audio. Just audio. Yeah, kind of crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So now, how did you come to my store? What are you doing here? Where were so, you yesterday? Yeah, so I was I was back <laughs> home yesterday. I'm, I've got some things going on um, back home. And in I, Atlanta? I was in Atlanta. And I was coming here just for a meeting. I didn't know Forbes lived. I don't know why I didn't know, because when we connected to go to Dubai, you were coming out of Tampa. Yeah. You flew in from Tampa. Right. But it didn't connect. Because I'm getting old, and things slip out when you get older. <laughs> but um, literally, I'm here for a business meeting. How crazy is that? And, and, I, and I got some free mentoring from this guy right here, which is crazy. This is, this is one of my longtime mentors. He, of course, he wouldn't have known that, but this is an icon in the industry that I profess. So for me to be sitting across from him, this is, this is bizarre. All right, so we're going to run it's out really of time fast. Like this, this was not scheduled. If you're watching live, you're in the right place. If you've got a question on Facebook, by all means, ask, ask it at the moment. Angie, you got two powerhouse men, entrepreneurs here. Uh, something you might want to ask either Jay or Michael. Go for it. Where does someone start? Because I get super confused and I'm like, I just don't have time for this. I'm a busy person. I'm running this business, my fitness, everything else. Like, How, how does someone like me... First of all, how do you know who to trust and how do you start if you don't have a lot of time to invest in this? Start where? Which What do you speak? Well, with with the investments and the crypto, because all this stuff just confuses me and it overwhelms me. And I'm like, I don't understand any of it and I don't have time to figure it out. Well, so I thought you were going to talk about where to start in the networking piece. If that was the case, I was going to kick that to Jay because he's the guy. In this particular echelon of financial strata, if you're talking about where to start growing your money, Keep doing what you do. That's why I think we're exploding all over the world is all we do is take the money you earn from doing what you do and put it into an instrument that's going to grow your money for you so you can go back and do your eyelashes. Right. So, Perfect. <laughs> I need so, time okay. for that. Well, and I'm going to add, you know, this show is going to go out to a lot of people. Angie, do you trust me? Of course. Right. I trust me too. Now, by the way, I'm not always right. I, I 
gladly say that I've made some pretty stupid things. I sometimes lead with my heart, uh, but I have spent a lot of time lately because I don't want to. I don't want to lose anymore. I'm tired of losing. Yes? Mm. yes, I'm tired of investing my time and energy in people who are not winners. I've sussed out two pretty spectacular men here. They've got their credentials way longer than I've shared with you, and so and I'm going to put myself at the forefront. And by the way, you know it's funny. My business partner said, "Forbes, please don't do, don't say what you're going to say right now." I said, "Why? Because you're putting your butt on the line." I said, "You know what? Sometimes in life, you've got to get to a point because you want to help someone like Angie. And there's a lot of Angies out there like I don't have any clue." I said, "You know what? I have access to a lot of things most people don't. I'm going to be a filter, and then I will stand by only." what I think is the very best thing that you can find. Does that make sense? Yep. Only the best thing. And then you can always challenge me. I'm willing to go, hey, you know what? I found out this or I found out that, but I'm going to tell you, I am very, we're doing a little, I am so committed to excellence, to a, a life of abundance. I mean, I have that, guys. I don't do, I don't even teach for the money anymore because I've, I've made that, but I, you want to keep it, you want to share it. And then I hope that you make a hundred times that so you can give it away. With Jay and I were just talking about this. How much money is enough? No, there's no one. There's never enough. Right. Two reasons. And that's why a lot of your rich people keep getting richer. Uh, some people do, and you can do it for whatever reason you want. That's the other thing I give people freedom to. You want to buy that Rolls Royce. And I was on a phone today with a woman who's like, you know, Forbes, here's what I did when I had my private jet. What do you want to do? And I'm like, hmm, um, what do you want to do with it? And Jay and I had this moment, and I think my women are going to love me right now. I said, I want to set the tables right. I want to educate people. I want to let you know that money's not that important. I would never, ever, ever buy a Rolls Royce. I'll tell you why. I've been in them. They're amazing cars. But when you go down the neighborhood, all you get is hate from people who can barely afford the gas for whatever car they have. That's not my intention in life. I told them I took a group of high school kids to a store. I won't say what in Beverly Hills. I had a sandal in my hand and I was wearing my little sandals. I said, go pick up that sandal. Turn it over. How much is it? $1,200. I said, okay, we're in Beverly Hills. I said, do you like, which sandal do you like better? My sandal, their sandal. And they look, well, yours is kind of cute. I turned it over. Pay less, $12.99. You got somebody who's buying $1,500 or $1,200 pair of what? Why are you doing that? You will not see pocketbooks or shoes in my wardrobe, on my feet, that cost that exorbitant amount. You'll see kitschy, fun things. I will support Etsy and designers, and I'll do a lot of things. But I'm not doing that just because there's a label on it. I'm not wearing anybody on mm. my chest unless they pay me a whole lot of money. Very good. But that's not the common way that we're taught. We're taught, oh, you got to get that little Louis Vuitton. Have you ever looked at Louis Vuitton, by the way? Don't get me wrong. I mean, Louis, don't sue me, but it's an ugly pattern. Okay, let's. He's wearing Louis Vuitton shoes. Seriously, dude. <laughs> really, really, really. Forced. I mean, my shoes. Why you call him? Seriously. Ew. Right, how much? That is so wrong. I what? mean, you just embarrassed the hell out of me. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> He's gonna walk out barefooted. And you know what? He's gonna get ground yeah. into the earth. Yeah, but, but, I love my Louis. But but you had to work hard to get them. You think there's kids who would, would kill each other for my pair of Jordans at some point wow. or because they I'm, wear that? I'm just so hurt right now. I don't know what to do. So, can I tell a thirty second story? Oh sure, I gotta do right. something to give. Let me let me tell you about these Louis Vuittons, okay? And and I'm not gonna talk about Louis at all. Go ahead. All right. So she asked Jay who was her mentor. I'm gonna show you who my mentor is. Y'all see the lady right there? Did describe it on my on my on my. Okay, my yeah, because we because we we have to. Okay, this is my great great grandmother Fanny. Fanny was blind. Fanny was enslaved. Fanny walked with a walking stick. I've never spoken to her. I didn't learn who she was until three months ago. How is she my mentor? 
because she is why I'm here. This is my lineage. Now, without me even ever speaking to her, something inside of me knows who she is and what she was about. It's spiritual. It's energy. That's a powerful story. I got to mm-hmm. tell you. Good, man. That is, you that's know, my mentor right there. She made it. it somehow. She made it. She did make it. And you know, and so I so I just go and buy my Louis. Okay, I saw I want to drive it back to the Louis. She had nothing. She could not. She was not allowed to even read. It was illegal for her to read. So when I walk into a store and I buy these Louis and I swipe my card, it's in honor of people that I stand on the shoulders of. These are my mentors. And I love that. And you know what? And I don't take anything from that. I'm talking about so my. So don't talk about my Louis anymore. <laughs> we got three minutes to close. Dan, Dan Capella, jump in here. Tell me what what do you want to say to the whole world? We got we got thirty seconds. Go. No, uh, we've got some amazing people that we've uh, listened to today, and for anybody who's out there who feels stuck in life, who've maybe been pounding their head against the wall, um, these are people who themselves have been in your place. And they keep pushing through it, and they keep working to inspire us. I love that. Angie, go for it. You got 30 seconds. Um, Yeah, I I think everybody on here, it's all about help and what we could do to help others and make a bigger impact and help, you know, by doing, by helping one another, we're helping more people. So I I love the whole purpose of the show. We're all in the exact same boat. We're all in the same thread. We just want to help. That is why we are a killer show. Jay Nolan, you got 30 seconds. Listen, man. You are powerful. You are mighty. You are awesome. You can do anything you want to do. You just got to really accept it. Those are the words I say to my son, my seven-year-old son, every night. And if I don't say it to him, he'll say it to me. So Mm -hmm. now before he goes to bed, he comes up with the expectation of saying greatness. And I think that more people need to be more conscious of their words because your words are coming from your thoughts. And your thoughts are what's going to end up becoming your things. And so when you have an opportunity to get better thoughts, you'll get better words, which equals better things. So take that and work that. And xpmentor.club is where we want you to go because yep. you can join in the community there. You can get involved with our platform. Eight bucks a month, man, to be able to have Forbes Riley dial in on you. Come on. All right. Wait, wait. Myself. 30 seconds. 30 seconds right here. I want you to believe in yourself because here's the thing. Great, great grandma Fanny, down to me, worked in warehouses all my life. This is a different world right now. You don't have to settle. Believe in yourself. Take a chance. And you can live your dreams. I know you can. Freedom is truly what it's all about. Thank you for saying that, Jay. You inspired me today. I think you all inspired me. I mean, want to talk about just a blessed show that happened. Angie and Dan, thank you so very much. Uh, To my audience here on Facebook, you know how much I care about you. To Rachel, who is in the studio making magic happen. And to all my guys at Voice America, thank you guys so much. My name is Forbes Riley. Forbes as in the magazine, Riley is in the good life. Do not settle. You're watching the Forbes Factor or listening to us. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. You combine them all, you got a killer life, right? All right, you guys, I promise I will see you again soon. Go out there and make it a better day. Do something for somebody else. The more you give, what? The more that you get back, more than you ever imagined. Mwah. Till next time. Hi, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, fam. Yeah, thank you. Nice meeting you. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.